Hello, my friends, and welcome back to Between Your Ears. I'm your host, Peg Cleland. I'm a life and mindset coach and a human design specialist. And today's episode is actually an overview of a, one of my favorite books. It's a very simple little book called The Four Agreements. And you may have heard of it, you may have read it, but it's the kind of book you can sit down and really, you can finish it in one sitting. But it's by Don Miguel Ruiz, and it's really his four thoughts, these, these four agreements he feels are like a code of conduct that can really transform our lives. And they're very simple. So I'm just going to go through them and give you a little bit of my two cents worth, I guess, on each of them. And I'd love to hear back from you if you've read the book. And if not, it might be one you want to throw on your, on your list of things to do. But the first one is be impeccable with your word. And the first thing I want to say about that one is just the word word. Because our words are so powerful, and I think we often forget how powerful they are. And if our words have power, that means that we have power because we are all using words all the time. And our words influence us, and they influence the people around us. One of the best examples of this, I think, is if you, you know, children, and the amount of influence that we have over young children. And you've heard me talk about this before, that between the ages of, you know, zero and seven, children receive the most influence they're ever going to receive in their life because they just download information. And that information comes through in words, words from their parents, words from the people they're around, words then, you know, from their teachers. And sometimes those words don't necessarily, we don't intend them to be too impactful or harmful or negative, but they can be. We just sometimes don't realize the power that our words have. And so things like, you know, being a good girl, good, it's sort of a judgment when you get praise for being good. So that word good might affect you. Um, What's another example? In school, if a teacher says, yeah, your writing is not very creative or your artwork hasn't improved much, kids will start to take those words and give them power over them and what they believe about themselves. And that's the main thing here is that the power of words can cause limiting beliefs in us because we believe in the words. And I've said this before too, that, you know, we spell, we use spelling to spell our words, but our words are creating spells on other people and on ourselves. So that's the first one, be impeccable with your word. And the the word impeccable... (laughs) It actually means without sin, and it's, so it's not going against yourself or others. So it's, you know, being more positive, impeccable, using good language, thoughtful language. And I think that's the main message there, is just using our words carefully, because they have such a powerful impact. They can cast a spell, they can be poison for somebody, or they can be medicine. So use your words carefully, and also against yourself. The words that, you know, it may come from a limiting belief that happened as a child, but now if it's between your ears, if it's the inner critic, like what words are you speaking to yourself within yourself? Make sure that they are impeccable. The second agreement is don't take anything personally. And this one, I kind of see it as a a filter for number one, for people who don't have number one. So if you're around people who don't use they, they're not impeccable with their words, so they may use their words harshly as poison or criticism or judgment or blame or any of those things. So if they're not being impeccable with their words, 
we have to make sure that we are not taking it personally. So that's the second one. Don't take anything personally. Because usually it's not about you. When people use words that aren't helpful for you, it's usually not about you. If it's critical or something like that, it's more about them. Okay? It's, it's, it's not because of you. It's because of them. Their programming, their limiting beliefs, their use of, of improper words, their negative spell casting. So not taking anything personally. And I think this is a really hard one for most of us. You know, it comes with our people-pleasing nature sometimes in life. But don't take it personally. It's not about you. So really catch yourself because we need a very strong sense of self-love in order to not take things personally. So those are the first two. Be impeccable with your word and don't take anything personally. The third one, don't make assumptions. And this one, I mean, the reason we shouldn't make assumptions is because assumptions are just things that we believe are true. We assume that they're true. And... I don't know if you've heard that. I'm sure you have the saying, don't assume anything because you make an ass out of you and me. Assume. So don't assume anything because, and we all do it. We jump to conclusions. We think we know. We think we know what they're thinking or what they meant when they said that. But do we? And I did a whole episode on clear communication a few months ago because so often we assume something and we don't get clarity. And it's because often we don't have the courage to ask questions or we don't take the time to ask questions. Human beings and our communication skills have gone way downhill recently. Well, maybe they were never good. I don't know. But I think that social media and technology and, you know, now we email and text that so often the message gets lost in translation and we assume things, you know, when somebody writes that email in capital letters, we assume they're angry. Maybe they're not. Did you ask them? You assume that your, your spouse did something for a certain reason. Did you ask them if that's why they did it? When a friend does something, do you just assume? And, and again, sometimes it's we assume the worst. I don't know why we do that. There's that negativity bias that we sometimes have. Um, and maybe it's, you know, you assume criticism against yourself sometimes. But assuming never gets us anywhere good. And it can often lead to gossip or you might call it like a virus, a misunderstanding that that spreads like a poison because you took something that you thought you understood and knew, you assumed it, and you started to spread it around. So it becomes this gossip. And again, that, that can go on between your own ears. You can assume something and then jump to all kinds of conclusions in your own mind. But if you just took the time and had the courage maybe to ask a question, ask for clarity, you might have been completely off the mark. The other thing that we sometimes do with assumptions is we, we assume the other person knows what we meant or we assume they know what we're thinking. But do they? So that's the third one and that's a big one to consider. Don't make assumptions. And the last one, the fourth agreement is always do your best. And this one is actually a bit about the action of doing the first three agreements. So if you are being impeccable with your word, not taking things personally, not making assumptions, if you're doing those things, then you're doing your best. And 
your your best will change over time. We get better at things the more we practice them. So if you practice those first three agreements, you'll get better and better. But I think this idea of always doing your best, if you know you've done your best, then you can't criticize yourself or feel bad or blame or judge because you know you've done your best. So if somebody else criticizes something, you don't take it personally because you know you did your best. If you're, I was listening to a podcast um, today and it was about some kind of a speaking contest. The the person doing the podcast was talking about they were in a speaking contest and they worked all year to win this contest. They did all the right things. It was a global contest and they came second. And at first they felt really dejected because they just wanted to be first and they couldn't understand why and all these things. And then they realized, you know, I did my best. So in my mind, I won. Everything else was out of my control. And that's something really important to remember as well. If it's out of your control, you know you've done your best. You've, you've spoken kindly. You've used your words impeccably. You're not taking things personally. You've made no assumptions. You're doing your best in whatever it is. Then, yeah, then you have a strong sense of self-love, self-acceptance. The talk between your ears will be positive because you know you've done your best. Any opinions from others, you don't need to take it personally because you know you've done your best. So those are the four agreements, and they're very simple. I'll repeat them to you one more time. Number one, be impeccable with your word. Your words are powerful. Therefore, you are powerful. 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 Cast good spells with your words. Uh, and if you are around children, just remember how powerful your words are. The things that you say, they are picking up on. And it's leaving a lasting impression on them because they don't, they don't yet know how to not take things personally or to determine what you mean. They just assume that what you're saying is the truth. It's what they then believe. And it can lead to limiting beliefs in their future. So especially with kids, I think, be really careful of the words you use. So number one, be impeccable with your word. Number two, don't take it personally. It's usually not about you. It's about them. Number three, don't make assumptions. Ask a question. Get clarification. Build your communication skills. And number four, always do your best. So write those down uh, and see how you do with them. Because I think if we can strengthen those four simple things, sometimes we make life so complicated, but if you could strengthen those four simple agreements in your life and continually improve on them, you'll start to get rid of the limiting beliefs you have, some of the negative self-talk going on between your ears. You'll stop worrying about what others think about you because you won't be taking it personally anyway. Their opinion of you won't matter so much. You know you're doing your best. And you'll start to take back your personal power. And when we do that, we do have a strong sense of self and self-love. And that, that energy can only impact the people around you in a positive way as well. So I'm keeping this one short and sweet, but it's a great book. If you haven't read it yet, go out and find yourself a copy of The Four Agreements. And I'd love to hear which one you think maybe is the most powerful one in your life that you need to work on, or maybe it's the one that you feel you're the strongest at. But pop me a message if you want to just share. And if you found this useful or you think you have another friend who's a book lover and might want to hear a bit more about this book, um, share it on your social media and send me a message as well because I love to hear how the podcast is landing. And until next time, take care of the space between your ears.